Welcome to Emotional Support Water Bottle with Hannah and Ailish. I'm Hannah. And I'm Ailish. And we came in from trick-or-treating like an hour and a half early because yep. it started snowing. It literally was snowing. It was like a whiteout. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and we were all bundled up out there, yeah. and there was snow in our hair. Literally, so now our hair is all like, yeah, <laughs> wavy. But we are unveiling our costume. Oh, yeah, yeah. We are parasitical, <laughs> a la the civil life. Um, so we'll post our pictures at some point yeah. so you can see them. Hopefully they're okay because again it was like 30 degrees. <laughs> yeah, and I was looking at the pictures and you can see the snow. Really? Oh my gosh. So you'll see that there is snow flying <laughs> in the photos. Oh gosh. But you know what? Whatever. There's nothing we can do about it. I know. <clears throat> so... Anyway, that was a bust. Yeah, that was a bust. <laughs> um, I, I really only saw like the one American Psycho costume that I thought was the coolest. Yeah, that one was cool. I feel like there was a really pretty princess costume. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but all the kids had the winter shorts. I, I mean, know. the winter coats <laughs> on. The winter coats on, like sweatpants under their costumes. Literal snowsuits out here. Because we love looking at all the kids' costumes. I know, it's but... fun. Remember when you would be younger too, and the worst was when you'd have to put your winter coat on, yeah. and you're like, so no. mad. You're like, no, I can just go out, and your parents are like, it's cold. <laughs> you have. I remember I had this one like cowgirl costume that was like literally Dolly Parton, like bedazzled everything. That's and cute. I had to put a coat on over it, and I remember fighting about it. I was I know. like, no! Well, remember we used to be able to wear our costumes to school? Mm -hmm. That was fun. That was fun. Even in high school. Yeah, I was going to say, what were we? We were Powerpuff Girls before? Yeah, we Cowboys or Cowgirls. Football players. Oh, yeah, football players. I wonder what we were the other year. <laughs> I don't even remember. Yeah, we didn't do it. Yeah, maybe we, we didn't. Cool. Yeah, our cowgirls one was funny. I remember, well, uh, he's my neighbor now. He was like, what are you guys, hookers? We didn't even look like hookers. We were at a Catholic school. I know. And I feel like it probably, I just don't think it was like Wouldn't that have been life. funny if we did dress up as hookers? But they had said it so. It's like nobody said anything. No, like no teachers didn't say anything, so it must not have been. I'm that. pretty sure we had plaid shirts on. Yeah. And we had cowboy boots. Yeah, and, I remember that. And like shorts. Yeah. But I don't even remember the shorts being like, short. Hookery. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. He always gave us a hard I time know. for no Mr. reason. Mr. Dad jokes. Yes. <laughs> He's funny. You yeah, know, he lives across the street. If you're listening, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, should we recap some celebrity yeah. costumes? I noticed a lot of influencers dressed as Hailey Bieber and Justin Tim. I mean, yeah. Justin <laughs> that would have been interesting. <laughs> And so, but I was like thinking about just not to go off topic. You know when Justin Bieber like looked like not Mad. dressed up, yeah. you know, <laughs> for Hailey Bieber's like lip, that strawberry. Oh thing. yeah. 
And like he just had that like sweatshirt on and the hat on. It didn't even, the outfit didn't even make sense. No, and it was like, come on. It literally looked like, I don't even know, he rolled out of bed. And I like, know. Went, and I know he like kind of dresses like that anyway, but it does look like funny when she's that dressed up and he isn't. And then I think she just said something about it and she's yeah, like, like I can't Whoa. control. Yeah. It's like, but you know Whoa. what? I wonder, do you think it could be like a marketing scheme Could like be. look how many people were talking about i that. know right and they were really talking about the whole event yeah because of that they're like how could he code her perfect right. lip juicy thing yes <laughs> what are they called i don't even lip know juices. what they're called and she's all dressed up and this is something she's worked hard for and he can't even dress up i'm like maybe <laughs> something no, no, saying it Good idea. I know. He his outfit was funny though. <laughs> it was like so laid back. I know. It's um, a good costume, but sometimes it kind of annoys me when like I don't know, this could just be me being like stupid. But when like people it's a lot of times like influencer parents will dress their small children yeah. up as like Justin and Haley, for mm -hmm. example. It's like why right like, do you just think <laughs> and it's, it's funny like, right and it's like such a moment in time where like if the kids are looking back on those pictures they're like who was i hey, right who justin what like why can't you just it's clearly for you why right. can't you just dress up your kid as a hedgehog right or you know bluey right something that they actually like like or i saw somebody dress their little daughter up as Ariana yeah. <laughs> in the red dress. I'm like, why? That one's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously it wasn't like... Revealing. Yeah, but it was just like, I don't it's understand. Such like a, I know, it's like such a time stamp on life. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Hmm. And it's just, I think it's different than dressing your kid up as like, a movie character right. that you like or something right. because it's like it withstands the test of right. time or like I just I don't know when it's an influencer thing it's like okay clearly that kid doesn't have any idea <laughs> it's just weird but um who else I, oh we mentioned it to each other it was nice to see MGK and Megan Fox yeah. out and about did you see that she tagged some like SAG after. Oh, I didn't know post. that she tagged. Yeah, she and like then added That's them. where I saw that there was like blowback. Mm -hmm. Um, but she but tagged them first. Tagged. I don't know if she tagged them first or if they, she was getting like comments and then, and then she just, just like, tagged them. I thought I was it was like, ridiculous that they even put that out. I know, and that they weren't allowed to dress up as people. Because then I saw, was it Kelsey Ballerini's? Yeah. Was it, and Chase Stokes, and he wasn't dressed up because of, like, what? Or I guess you'd assume he's not dressed right. up because of the strike. But it's like, dude, come on. It's so silly. It's like, what does that do for the cause? Literally. Nothing. It's like, oh, I'm not, I can't be... I, I know, I thought that was dumb, but I thought that was funny. That, that she tagged him. I didn't know she tagged him. <laughs> I love how much they love Halloween. I know, and they had such cool costumes. I mean, I'm not, like, into anime. Me but either, but they looked great. They really did. 
and they just go all out i know that's what i was telling my coworker today i'm like i wish that i was like a celebrity or at least rich <laughs> where i could just go all out on my costume mm -hmm. get someone to come in and do the makeup and the yes. hair and get a great costume that's like a replica mm -hmm. and then i'd also have like a fabulous party to go right because <laughs> like i'm not getting invited to heidi Klum. No. or even if we did have like a really cool party to go to it's like there's we just can't like get on that level of costume. no i know but then there was like other people like i thought um Zoe Kravitz looked cute but as Rosemary. Teen and a baby. I thought that was, it was Rosemary's baby. I know, but it was. But it was so. Little. That's what I was gonna say. Like that was so like half effort. Yeah. And it's like that's. I don't even think that's what the baby looked like in Rosemary. No, and it was eyes. Like, what yes. did you do to its eyes? <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> we digress. <laughs> it was just like a your grown man. I know. But I, I just don't think that's funny. You no, know, I, I just, didn't think it was funny, especially because she looked, like, really cute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of it. I actually didn't see that. I don't know if a lot of celebrities didn't do Maybe much. some of them are posting today, though, too. Oh, that I, um, I did see Kim um, Kardashian and North. Yeah, it did. Did you see where uh, Cher and Beyond? That one was really cute. I also saw that um, North did the Cheetah Girls. Oh, I saw North be Kanye. Yeah, too, I saw that one. She's been like dressing up for I like know. five days, but the, that one was cute. I didn't see the Cheetah Girls. It was so cute, and Penelope was there, and then it was like two other friends. Your little friends. That is a cute friends. one. It was so cute. Um, and then Courtney was Kim. Yeah. I don't know if that was like, we still hate each other. So. I know, if it was like satire. Yeah. But I actually did laugh when I saw that. I'm like, she actually doing? looked a lot like Kim. With I her. know she did. Sometimes those two, like if they try to look like each mm -hmm. other, really do. I feel like more when they were younger though yeah now i'm like yeah she did look like kim. yeah she really did it was like creepy how she looked like, <laughs> like oh, i'm sorry i loved that look at the met gala i know it was i know i feel like and it was just mean because she was pregnant so everyone yeah. was being so mean about and it was her first one <clears throat> yeah i think it was I mean, I thought she, she looks like she's great. Had a carpet on. It's like, dude, shut up. I know. I will stand by that. Like, it was a great I dress. I wonder if she borrowed Kim's. I know. Actual. I wondered that too because I didn't remember the slit, and I was like, oh, she tried to make it look more. And then when I saw them compared to each other, I was like, oh, there was a slit the whole time. Yeah. So I wonder if it was the same. So maybe they are on speaking like terms. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I saw. The I didn't look before we started filming, but I saw like a preview of Heidi Klum's. She was like a alien type thing. Oh, um, she just always goes all out. I know she liked it. Was it last year? The year she was a worm. Yeah, that's a good one. Worm. I know. Like she was rolling around. And it's so funny because she's so beautiful. I know, and I she, love. I know, I literally love that she just doesn't care about being us. Yeah, and she just loves Halloween and goes I all know. in. Where she's like, she's been so many different things. I know. It's iconic. It really is. Um, I saw Travis and Courtney were 
Beetlejuice and Lydia. Oh, yeah. Don't they have another costume too? Or I, I can't remember. I feel like some <clears throat> costumes I see, though, like, it's so overdone. I know. Like, it literally looked like the weekend in Bella Hadid. Yeah. I thought there was a lot of that, like, copying. Yeah. Not that it's, like, copying, I know, but I guess. still it's just... And, like, who was it? Um, oh, was it Tana Mojo that Tana did? Tana Mojo. Tana yeah, Mojo did the Christine. Yeah, and I'm like... I know, I thought that was weird, too. I'm sorry, but Kylie did it probably the best. And I feel like she did the exact same costume yeah. that Kylie did. And I was like, I don't know, it just seemed like it hadn't been enough time. Right, or know. just, like, why? Like, right. you could have chosen a different outfit. Right, you, you could have did Christina Aguilera even, like, completely different. Yeah, I just, fun. when somebody else does it literally so good, it's mm -hmm. just weird, weird that you would choose it. to do it. Then. I know, I thought there was all, kind of a lot of that this year. I'm yeah. trying to think of, like, other ones. Or Alex Earl was Madonna. Yeah, that one was cute. Yeah, that was fine. I thought um, Kendall Jenner looked cute as Marilyn. Like, she actually looked like, right. kind of <laughs> like Marilyn. And then they were, she and Kylie were Sugar and Spice from, I think, a Batman movie. Oh, see, I haven't seen all the costumes. I'm like, where are they? I guess I didn't just peruse. Instagram. I feel, yeah, I haven't looked too deep either. I was hoping that Kylie would do more. No, because in the past, like, she did so, or that was another one. Kiki Palmer did The Bride of Frankenstein when, like, wasn't, didn't Kylie do that one last, last year? year? And it was, like, again, the same thing, same yeah. background. I was like, why, why are we, like, copying? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I saw a lot of this. I don't think anyone famous did this, but I saw a lot of, um, Oh my god, I can't think of her name from um, Parent Trap. Oh yeah, the, the um, stepmom. Yeah, I can't think of her name for some reason. It's like a snobby girl. Yeah, snobby or like old money name. Well, we'll think of it. Meredith. Right. Meredith. Yeah, was it yeah, it was Meredith. I can't think of her last name though because mm -hmm. Meredith. <laughs> yeah, it was Meredith. Um, with the sticks mm -hmm. and the lizard, I saw a lot of that within TikTok. I know, a lot of, like, normal people, us normies, yeah. get a lot of, like, funny-ish costumes. But isn't it funny how, like, one person obviously posted that they were being Meredith? Yeah. And then it kind of went Everybody viral. Did. Because my, <laughs> yeah. um, friend I saw on Snapchat, she posted her friend last weekend, and she was Meredith, and that was, like, the first time that I saw it. Right. But then... After that, I saw it a bunch on TikTok, so it's like, obviously, that was all over the place. <laughs> it's just weird why this year out of all years is that. I've never seen that costume no, before. No, It's funny. Um, Hailey Bieber did the scary movie scene. Yes. That one was she were, cute. They were Pebbles and Bam Bam. I actually didn't like their costumes. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I thought the idea was cute, but I didn't think the actual costumes were as were cute good. as I was expecting. It was weird how it was like, you know, PVC kind of. Yeah, like I think that's what I didn't leather, like about yeah. it. But, I mean, she has a perfect body. So I know. So she can literally wear anything. And that wig looked cute on it her. It did. <laughs> 
Yeah, I wish that we did have Halloween parties to go to, but it really is hard to decide on costumes. I, I mean, even this one, we went back and forth and talked about a million different things. Mm -hmm. And like, we talked about getting wigs because obviously neither of us are blonde right, right now. But then we just figured that would look dumb because we wouldn't get look a like a wig. I know. <laughs> I wonder if we just should have though. Like it yeah. would have been kind of fun. I know, just to like do a little something extra. Yeah. I know, Next and then, year. <laughs> well, and then we waited kind of a long time. I know, time we did. Too. We talked about it for forever and then never did anything know, until like, the last minute. <laughs> yeah. Maybe next year when the <laughs> pod pops off, we'll be able to throw Do our own Halloween right. party. Yeah. We can rent out a space yeah. for our listeners. <laughs> there we go. Um, well, in timely news, by the time this breaks, it'll be almost, or by the time our podcast comes <laughs> out, this will be almost a week, but poor Matthew Perry. I know, it really was. Sad. I did when I. This is kind of morbid, but when I actually saw like the hot tub, it's like uh, it was like a, like I could see where somebody could like pass out mm -hmm. and like drowned in that versus and obviously you could drown in like one of the janky ones. Yeah, that, like people have in their house. But yeah. I was like, oh, like this is like a hot tub. It was a pretty cool. big one. Yeah, yeah, like a nice. I don't know what to make of it. I mean, obviously, you know, we're not here to speculate on anything, right. and it's horribly sad. But I did hear people saying, you know, like they always have warnings about medications that mm -hmm. you're taking, and can you go in hot tubs, and sometimes the heat can affect. Or even when you go in saunas, they're yeah. always like, if you are feeling tired, get out immediately. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if, like, could it have been something as innocent as that? Right. You know? I know, especially, and he's probably not, you know, in the greatest, well, I know he's not in the greatest health yeah. now, too, and that probably didn't help either. But, I mean, I could totally see, like, even in the shower sometimes, if it gets too hot, right. then you do feel lightheaded. And yeah. It's a shower, so you're not going to, like, drown in the tub or something, but I know. still. Or, you know, I mean, his body has been really beat up over the decades like literally like destroyed because that's yeah. how because i am um, you read his book listen to his yeah. book <laughs> same thing but it like starts out the beginning like he literally had like a two per anybody who else who had this happen to him it was like something exploded like in his bowels mm -hmm. only had like a two percent chance to live with that like obstruction or whatever and he like lived through that but the fact that he like that is such a serious condition yeah and he didn't die from that, but obviously it just tore his body apart. You just like he, and he honestly, I mean, obviously he's older, but he honestly didn't look like great. No, I mean, he's definitely was showing the wear mm -hmm. of the drug and alcohol use. I know, I remember too in his book, and obviously we're not saying that he died from drugs. Yeah, we, I mean, we have um, no idea. But he um, was talking, of course, I think he was like taking like 55 Vicodin a day at oh one point. Like, I can't even, that's not even fathomable. And yeah. then he also said that he would pretend to be interested in buying a house and go and raid the oh my God. like the medicine so cabinet. And it was like he was rich, so people were like, yeah, sure, yeah, I'll look around. Right, you know? he can do whatever he wanted. 
I just remember stuff like that. That is, I'm gonna have to read his book. It was one that I wanted to for a while and then I honestly kind of just forgot about it. I know, it was kind of like, <clears throat> just disappointing as a fan of friends because mm -hmm. he was you know on drugs and drinking and going through all that problem through the span of filming it mm -hmm. and he like really didn't remember much and it was like so depressing it's like you have this idea in your head that they're all like best friends in real life right. not that they weren't but it's just sad when it's like the, the others had a completely remember. different experience mm -hmm. than him i know i heard a weird thing on a podcast um that I was listening to today or yesterday and they were talking about his book and mm -hmm. his death and they were like, you know, like a year ago, like we were really critical of him on a podcast with his book coming out and mm -hmm. like we were super critical about some of the stuff that he said and like he was being bashed all over the internet and I, when I listened to that, I snapped you, um, but you probably didn't listen to me because I think I just did that this morning, but I was like... I feel like I was on a completely different internet. Like, mm -hmm. I remember the majority being very supportive of mm -hmm. his story, him telling his story, and, like, that he wrote this book, and, oh, we're happy that he's an mm -hmm. advocate for sobriety. And, like, I don't remember there being a ton of hate. Yeah, I don't remember that either. The only thing... um celebrity member book club when they did the book mm -hmm. and did their episode they were pretty kind of like critical on him and they said they got a ton of backlash and were like no that's not who he is anymore blah 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 now so why were like, they critical like I because the way he kind of like talked about women wasn't great <laughs> oh okay so it was kind of like stuff like that and um I'm trying to think of the other things they did because some of the stuff was kind of like disappointing with like, to hear, yeah. yeah, or just like the way he talked about Jennifer Aniston was kind of like, I wanted to, <laughs> I don't know, like I had a crush on her and then when she didn't have a crush on me back, I like, didn't really, like, yeah, you know, like, like just, a man scorned, right. kind of, <laughs> right. yeah. And it, I mean, I don't know, so there was like some kind of stuff like that, basically. But it's just kind of like, I mean, I guess it's one of those things where it's like, well, well, we know now, we didn't right. know then. But at the same time, you know, you hear him say he was struggling with addiction. Mm -hmm. So many comics struggle with mm -hmm. their self-image and their self-worth mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And he really was that stereotypical, right. you know, comic that used comedy as mm -hmm. a coping mechanism. Well, um, <clears throat> no, I definitely agree with that. Even when... Um there was parts in the book where I guess I was a little critical of some of the stuff he said. Yeah. And there was a part where he said, I'd give up, like, all this, all the fame, all the money to not have an addiction. And I remember insensitively kind of being like, well, but would you, though? Yeah. <laughs> like, you still have all the fame. Right. And you know, that stuff. But obviously, it doesn't buy, didn't buy him happiness. No, yeah. stop it from happening. But I guess just from... <laughs> a normie's perspective. Right, no, it is just, yeah, it's crazy, too. I remember him talking about um, when he dated uh, Julia Roberts, and he was like, I just couldn't understand why she was with me. I know, he definitely had so much, like, of that self-loathing, that yes. horrible self-esteem. And he's like, I just broke up with her before she could break up with yeah. me. And then it was like, but that's what's so crazy is, 
you think about that, and not that he and you know Julie Roberts right. would have been together forever, right. but it's just well, like <laughs> what could have been. Right? Like, could that have been a different trajectory for his yeah, life? Because, yeah, and it's like he was in some movies, and then he's also yeah. on this you know show for ten years. It's like what could have also been. Right. You I know? know. It's just. Yeah, I was absolutely shocked when I saw the headline just because last we knew he was doing well. And, of course, the first thing you think of is, oh, no, he had a relapse. I know. You know, like, just because knowing what we know. And we don't know any of that. Right no. They point. said autopsy isn't going to come back for, okay. like, a couple months, I okay. think. Yeah. Because that'll be interesting to see, like, what actually They did happened. say they found quite a few prescription drugs mm -hmm. in the house but nothing illicit right and it would make sense that he had those had, with like right bad health basically so yeah it's just sad it's really sad to it's hear such someone a we lost our first friend i know and like the reality and like obviously he's young young at 54 but it does like bring that into perspective yeah. like well they are getting older. I know. It's like, oh my god. And not just even the Friends cast, but just like All the that kind of our I golden know. age. Like Brad Pitt is what, like sixty? Yeah, George Clooney. <laughs> I know. It's like they're getting up oh, there. Gonna like, and it's like who? I don't know. That it's obviously crazy. we know everybody ages and right. stuff, but it is so sad because. Those are the real celebrities, and like we've talked about before, I feel like they're the last real celebrities. Yeah, like A-listers. Like yeah, and we fully grew up with them, and they were young, so in my mind, I still see them as... Yeah, like you know, those 30s, 20-somethings. Yeah, and, but they're not. I like, know. It's just... I don't want to think about it. Like, what the heck? <laughs> I know, I don't want to... Th or, like, remember, you know, when, like, you know, Marlo, Marlon Brando died mm -hmm. or... You know, that was... Made sense because right. in our minds, well, he was so old and he was right? in all these old movies. Mm -hmm. But now, like, our movie stars are going to be passing away, but they're young. That's the second <laughs> It's like all over you. Just kidding. I only see like one drop. I know it's cold. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, we don't have to go too deep into that because it's, it's sad. sad. Yeah, it really is sad. Poor Matthew Perry. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, crazy. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, like, not to keep going on about it, but like, addiction is very, I mean, obviously it's really bad, but it's really fascinating fascinating to me because I just don't have that type I know. of mindset or like mentality like even when I listened to Kat Marnell's book she it was like so intense like yeah and she even acknowledged it she's like yeah this is really exhausting is it like I just can't imagine having to like live like that just that desperation for drugs and like alcohol too. yeah it's like i just can't relate to that so i just you really do wonder if there is like a gene for it i know it does make you wonder or is it just if if you weren't exposed to this would right. you just have never you know right. developed it or you know like it's yeah like just you just weird. Do, yeah you do wonder even with matthew perry's like it is that book the book is good and like mm -hmm. 
did with that, but it was exhausting. It's like, right. why are you doing this again? It's like, I just like, would be like I know. why are you going back to this? Like, get yourself together. And it's like, they literally can't. I know. It's help. so sad. It is sad. It really is. It's frustrating, though, too, because... I think to hear it, like, a story from a celebrity or someone mm -hmm. that you know, it's, like, it's so easy to be, like, it's a disease. And right. It's so, but if it's somebody that is close to you mm -hmm. or you're involved with, like, it hurts so much deeper. Mm -hmm. And you're, like, no, you are actually choosing, choosing this. <laughs> like, it's so weird. And in your head, you know that it's more than just choices. Right. But you're, because, like, you and I, right. yeah, we don't have addiction right. problems it's just like how we can't even fathom like how can you make these choices right. over and over and over again how can you choose this instead of mm -hmm. these important things like yeah it's really a I know it's great it's just something it's so easy to be really judgmental about yeah it. like even with this Matthew Perry it's easy to be like oh well he probably just OD yeah you know and it's like it's I hope it wasn't that. I hope it wasn't either. I really hope it, I mean, I don't hope that he's dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, yeah. I really hope it was just like a Some accident, thing, yeah. You know, just like maybe he didn't eat enough or was dehydrated and passed out. Well, they did say he was playing pickleball for a long time, so maybe... The temperatures are starting to cool down and you know what that means. It is cookie making season. So instead of making your own cookie dough or going and buying that prepackaged stuff at the store that we know isn't super healthy, why not try something that is actually made with good for you ingredients? That is where dough comes in. These cookie doughs are ready to make right out of the tub. And you can also eat the cookie dough raw because it is vegan and gluten-free. The best part is that it's enhanced with different vitamins and supplements that can support your immunity or help stabilize your mood. We have tried a few of these different flavors and we're always eager to try new ones. They are so delicious. We've tried the donuts as well, which are so perfect to put in your lunchbox for work. And we're going Going to be trying some of the delicious spreads that they have soon. So if any of that sounds good to you, go to eat dough, that's dough spelled D-E-U-X dot com and use our promo code water bottle for 10% off. That's eatdough.com and use promo code water bottle. Okay, we're back. Um, we had a slight audio issue, so hopefully everything's okay. We're not going to go back oh and uh, re-record. <laughs> so I apologize. <laughs> uh, hopefully in editing you won't um, notice anything. Um, we did have some major technical difficulties. <laughs> our, our work computer got completely erased and revamped. So, so hopefully we're hoping... Be it's been sailing from here on yeah, out. Yeah, last week's episode, the audio came out, but the video was a little late uh, because we had to take a trip to the Apple store. <laughs> so <laughs> we're hoping everything's good. It just seems like one thing after another, and it's so frustrating. I know, because it should just be like this record, edit, done. I know, like, but everything has never. been taking 10 times longer. But I have a f hopeful feeling that we're going to be okay going forward. Good. So, And just a reminder, too, before we 
continue that we're going to be uploading on Fridays from now yes, on. Yes, so don't forget. We'll put a little uh, reminder on our socials for oh, yeah, tomorrow. But yeah, remember. Oh, and we'll have to change our little like bios. And I think stuff. I might have did that unless oh, I just you? thought okay. about doing it and never look. did it. <laughs> I might have done it. <laughs> um, yeah, Fridays going forward oh. is going to be our new day. So... It'll just bring you into the weekend. <laughs> it's a little reminder. Anywho. Um, there was one more thing I wanted to kind of sure. talk about really fast. And I can't remember what exactly sparked this thought before. But then when we were talking before we started recording about um, a celebrity couple that has quite the age gap. Mm-hmm. I... I am 30. We are both 30 Mm -hmm. and I'm currently single and it's just, oh, I remember I started watching Southern Charm Mm -hmm. and all the guys on there are like 40 Mm -hmm. plus, maybe late 30s. I don't know exactly everybody's age. And then the women are like, you know, mid to late 20s. -hmm. And I'm just like so frustrated by the narrative that like it's totally fine Mm -hmm. for a man to be 42 Mm -hmm. and just now ready to settle down. (laughs) But they're not looking at 42 year old women. They're looking at 23 year olds. Yeah, they want to have all their fun for, you know, 20 plus years. And now they want a young girl to have all these kids for them. Yeah. And it's just really you know, not that I'm here like crying that I like you know want to settle down immediately and have children immediately right but it's just so annoying it to me annoying. that like that is totally fine and acceptable mm-hmm. for men and everything is fine and they can just have their fun mm-hmm. and there's no need to rush <laughs> you have fun and but then for women it's like well why don't you have a boyfriend why aren't you settling down right aren't you ready to have kids the time is ticking which <laughs> like yeah our biological clock is different right for children than right. men but it still is just like it's ridiculous it is annoying and it's annoying when like shows kind of like glamorize that stuff it, yeah. it's like oh yeah that makes sense well even like the vanderpump people are yes. like all the guys i mean the girls are older too but it's like all these guys are old and they're finally like settling down and it's like well we don't have that luxury I know. <laughs> or it's just like okay well what if i wanted to go out and have fun or right. i'm being more selective on who i you right. know, I'm with and I did, haven't found him yet. But it's like, well, that's not okay because by the time you might be ready, right. like, it's not okay for you to go for a much younger guy. Right. Right. Um, not that you probably would want to, <laughs> but, you well, know. And then it's like, oh, okay, so if you're 30, are you supposed to find a guy 15 years older and yeah. then ready to settle down? It's I like, know. Well, you, and will he even want you because right. are you too old? Right. <laughs> or, or is he going to be a crotchety old man yeah, it's like, like in it's five just, years? It's so silly. And I have, I, we don't have to talk about Southern Charm, obviously, because I know you're not watching that. But I do enjoy the show. Like, it is fun yeah. to watch. Um, and I do actually really like the dynamic of everybody mm-hmm. and the way the show is. But it's just so annoying to me because even like... Craig and Paige, like Paige is a little bit younger than Craig. Mm-hmm. And then Austin is like 40 some, mm-hmm. or maybe he's almost 40. And then there's like, 
I don't even remember everybody's names, but like all the men are older. Mm-hmm. And then the one guy who's new, I think his name's JT. He literally is like over 40. He was <laughs> married before he got married when he was like 20. And then it was just too young mm-hmm. to work out. And now he's like having this emotional conversation with his mom, how he's ready to find somebody. It's like, wow. Like, oh, did you finally get around to that? Yeah. And he's go he's has his eyes on this girl who's also on the cast who's in her mid twenties. Mm-hmm. I'm like Yeah, I do think that if I was or back when I was younger, I thought it was less weird when there was like big age gap difference. But now that the older I've gotten, I think it's really creepy yeah. to like think how much I'm like from 20 to 30. Like there's such a big difference in age. And to think that like I would never want to date a 20 year old at this I age. Know. Like that's just crazy. And if I'm 40, there's no way I'm going for a 25 year old right. to like seriously date. Right. And I mean, I know for like men like it is not uncommon mm-hmm. for women to mature quicker right but at the same time it's like it still is a little weird that like your maturity levels are allegedly matching up when you're 45 and she's 26 like, right you know like that's <laughs> I don't like that yeah and then yeah like I would sure can we look at like you know guys on the TV that are like 22 and be like, Oh my gosh, what a babe. Right. But if we actually met them, we'd be like, wow, you are 22. (laughs) Literally 22. I don't want to have kids with you. Yeah, Like like, it's just so, or even to not even like actually settle down, but to even like be in a relationship relationship with, it's like, God, I remember how I was when I was 22 Mm -hmm. and it wasn't, Somebody who could like have a real emotional conversation or like take things not so like be married. Yeah, like, uh-uh. like I don't know. I just ha- had that thought, and then because I'm kind of not that I'm old, even though I feel old, I'm like in that situation. I'm just mm-hmm. like, damn, like we women have it hard out here. We no, do. No, I agree. It's like I don't want to marry a fifty-year-old at thirty. But that's like what you're telling me as available. Right. (laughs) Like, Like, so the ones my age don't want me because they're still running around. (laughs) They still got another 15 years of running around. And the older ones might not want me either because they want younger. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what is going on? It's so weird. It is weird. And annoying. It is annoying. It's like, gosh, even when I saw, because um, Paris Hilton, that was another one who had some cute costumes. Oh, yeah. There's so I was cute. like, oh, wow. She's like 40 and still dressing up and like Kim and stuff. And I'm like, no, why not? Yeah, you know, like I, know. I was all my, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I hope I'm still semi Having doing fun. something. Yeah, I know. I do feel like that, like, group like Kim, Courtney, Chloe, you know, um, uh, Paris Hilton, all them, they really are making like being older gl- pretty glamorous. I know. I mean, obviously, they're getting work done, so right. it's a little different. But it's still like they're still out like dressing cute yeah. and like having I mean, fun. Right. And-, and Kim, you know, I think that she is working out a lot. So I don't necessarily know if I believe that she's like on Ozempic or anything, but. I think she's looking amazing. Like this yeah. might be one of 
you know, the best that she's ever looked. Right. And, and she s- seems like confident yeah. and like and more fun. Yeah. Like her personality is coming back out. And same with Paris. Like she looks fabulous. Mm-hmm. She's in love. She has a baby. Like mm-hmm. she's I think she's loving life right yeah. now. Or even like Luann. Like yeah. I was like, just to see her recently, I think it was a couple of months ago. I finally like, you know, cause you're hearing about her on yeah. Juicy Scoop and I finally looked her up. I'm like, she really does look so good. And with she's her having, longer hair. Yeah. She's having so much fun. I know. I'm like, gosh, I know it's just nice. It's just really nice to see. Cause I feel like obviously like aging is so like, you know, bad like they make us feel so bad about it and i was I know. like no these women are out here having a great time having the best time in their lives as they get older and i'm like thank you i know <laughs> makes I know. me feel better <laughs> i know it does it's nice that we do have some people out there that <laughs> can give us hope I know. like it's not that bad but i know Anyway, well, this was um, kind of our impromptu book club, I Mm -hmm. guess we did. We talked about it, but we didn't. We read it pretty quick because. Mm -hmm. But we have Britney Britney Spears, Spears. (laughs) the woman in me. me. And we both got hard copies. I didn't make it all the way to the end because I just I don't know what happened. I like ran out of time. Actually, I kept reading it at nighttime and I was like so tired. I kept falling asleep. I know. I'd be like, I read for 15 minutes. I know. It was like set the timer. (laughs) I know. Definitely. If this was like, you know, Minka Keller's Selma Blair book, I don't think I would have been able to get through it that quickly. Oh, right. But this it was the way it was written was very I don't want to say simple, but it was like there. She wasn't trying to prove her intelligence to the readers. No, that's a good way of putting yeah, it. Yeah, it's um, like dude, she didn't have the thesaurus out, you know. Yeah, I thought that it really sounded like her thoughts. Like obviously, by the time you hear this on Friday, like other people have had a lot of commentary about the book, but the things that I've been hearing are just kind of the same things over and over again. And mm-hmm. I think that we we might hit on some things that. Maybe haven't been. I know, or like to more death. context to yeah. some of this, some but, of the stuff she, she said. Yeah, but like when I started reading it, I was like, "Oh, I think that she actually did have a hand in." I know, I think so too, this because it sounds like her actual thoughts, right? And it's not like overly complicated. Like, there's not like a whole conversation of like word for word allegedly Mm -hmm. what people said it's like it just felt like the way if like I was writing a book or something like I remember this you know like when the I don't know like the snake dance part it was like oh I I just thought it was crazy to do this but I just went for it you know it wasn't like this in-depth well then they said this yeah and the light shone on yeah yeah, it wasn't it was like I didn't feel like like in a weird way, it almost read like a fiction book mm-hmm. rather than a memoir. Just because mm-hmm. like there were parts where like where she would quote people that I'm like, was that a direct quote? <laughs> like it was just like this is just one I just randomly opened it to the beginning and it was about when Brittany was talking about her grandmother and she got mm-hmm. in that little car accident. And then she says, 
in quotes. It wasn't even a bad accident, I told my mother. No, I'm afraid she's getting senile, my mom said. It's not safe for you to be with her alone anymore. I'm like, okay, so that conversation happened when you were what? 10? Mm -hmm. Like, this isn't... Like, it's just like that is how you remember it and you're putting in quotes for context instead of like these were the real things that people said. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it just almost felt like more like a novel Mm -hmm. where it's like... Well, the character one said, blah, 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 blah. Then character two said, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So that was a little different from other memoirs we've Mm -hmm. read. I don't know if it's necessarily like a good thing or a bad thing. It was just a difference. Right. Yeah. Oh, and from that, I think it was from a different grandma, that British accent. Yeah. So, like, is that where her random British accent comes yeah, out? Yeah, I guess I want to say overall, this book, there was, there wasn't, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Oh, there was a lot of stuff that was never addressed at all. Yes. And, which is fine, because I guess in the grand scheme of things, like, her talking about a British accent just doesn't mean that much overall but there was like a couple things where I was like wait a minute like there was times where I had to go back like I'd read something be like oh wow and then I kind of take a step back from what I actually remembered like yeah and obviously it wasn't happening to me or anything but it was like but wait a minute yeah I know (laughs) you know (laughs) well that's what and it's not that I don't this is just kind of overarching and then we can kind of dig into each part of the book but It's not that I don't believe Brittany. I think that the conservatorship was extremely hard for her and it was unfair. Yeah, like I believe everything she said about the full conservatorship. Yeah, it's just some other things we said before we started recording. Like, is she the most reliable narrator? I'm not confident that she is. And like part of me, I get like, some of it like because it's like when you're trying to like make right with your children you don't really want to say all the bad stuff just Mm -hmm. to like keep that to yourself or like I don't know like I get why she was doing it because I really did feel like she wanted her sons to read this and she wanted to paint herself in the best possible light but I do feel like there's a lot of the pieces not missing yeah I felt that way too or just like Maybe that was your perception or maybe right. that's how you thought. Like, But there were a lot of things in there that I'm like, mm, this could have been a different way, you know. Or Yeah, she was really in, like, she just kept saying, like, they were treating me like I was a criminal. Yeah. Like, I killed someone. And it's like, I, I don't know. I mean, yes, maybe they were overreacting a little bit, but there was... There were also reasons for reactions from some of the stuff she did, right. I guess I would and say. Especially now that we even see some of the stuff that she's posting on social media. Right. You know, I'm like... Again, that none of that was really... I mean, she like kind of addressed it, but didn't. Yeah, it's just... I don't know. I, it doesn't necessarily change any way that I feel about Brittany. No. Because I, I felt this way before. Right. Um, and of course, like with stuff with like the abortion thing, Mm -hmm. like the media twisted that all out of proportion when you read it in her book, 
it's like she didn't make it seem like it was all one person's fault you know like yeah it, so i know was there kinda, was some of that yeah like the the headlines that we read or, or the hot takes out of the book it was just like okay but that isn't how it actually I know. is i agree yeah definitely the abortion one was a big yeah. thing, or even that whole thing where it was like she <laughs> said like i don't know something about when her and justin were like being intimate together and it was like is it in or whatever? And it was like, that wasn't in the book at all. Yeah. Like that was so, that was yeah. completely made up. So there, right. there was literally nothing like people, about it. I know she literally didn't say Never that. said that. Um, okay. So one thing I thought was a little odd, I'm, my notes are chronological, so I'm going to try and go off of that. But her relationship with her brother, I kind of like had to look up some dates and ages here. Mm-hmm. It said that she said she was sleeping in the same bed with her brother until she was in the sixth grade. So she's like 11 or 12 and he was 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. That is where it was like things are already kind of going awry, right? right? Like There's a bit of like trauma in the mm-hmm. household for sure maybe a little bit of instability surrounding mm-hmm. her like that's weird yeah i mean i definitely yeah there was they definitely grew up very like i definitely like the way they grew up and she kind she doesn't even really get into like a lot of details no. about the way she was growing up but the i feel like she was very scared all the time when she was little and had yeah. like a lot of anxiety right and i feel like she just literally wanted to be like held nicely right and so when she's like so there was definitely a lot there was a weird family dynamic yeah and she never actually straight up said like I was scared because of X, Y, Z or, but there, then there would be random parts like way later in the book. Mm -hmm. She's like, I would cry having to get in the car with my dad because, Mm -hmm. you know, he, he he would yell all the time or he would Mm -hmm. talk to himself. And I'm just like, okay, like you never mentioned that in chapter two when you were young, you know, like Mm -hmm. it was just, which I know it's hard to write a book and to get every single thought in chronological chronological order like that but it was just like i wish that she would have just straight up said there was a lot of trauma in the household yeah she definitely really kind of ran quickly through like her childhood Mm -hmm. her career and i think too especially with like this is just random but with the mickey mouse club thing the way other memoirists talk about like their auditions for it and yeah. failing at it and like this was the number one thing she doesn't really talk about it at all no and i was kind of excited to hear it. i'm like how great was it you know yeah, what I mean? she it didn't, was like didn't she just kind of said like she got it and it was fun and that was like it and i do think she just really like the whole i don't even like first third of the book she just flies through like kind of like the headlining moments like yeah the baby one more time video or Mm -hmm. like the snake thing like we said earlier just like flying through the madonna kiss it's like there wasn't a lot of things that weren't headlines like Mm -hmm. we didn't get any real 
inside scoop on a no, lot of those things. No, which I was kind of like a little bummed yeah, out about. I but I get she probably just like had a lot to say and maybe some of it just really wasn't that deep and the media right. turned it into such yeah. a like big deal. But Maybe it was an us problem. Right? Like why were we so fixated yeah. on it? She didn't hardly think about it for the rest of her yeah. life. <laughs> didn't even put it in the book. Uh, the drinking daiquiris with her mom at 13. Was, yeah, that was... And white Russians. That was weird. Weird. That is kind of like just kind of like a shocking thing to just like put out there, there. and it was and literally then walk just away. yeah, it <laughs> was just, just like yeah, we me. did this and it You're was like, fun. Hold on, what? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. What? Wait, whoa, you are <laughs> barely a teenager, literally, <laughs> and you driving. Yeah, and smoking. Crashing. I mean, it was like... really. And I know this is a little stereotypical too, but. I know in the South, like things yeah, are a little, a little different. Yeah. The rules are a little bit looser. You do things a little bit younger, but that was, who man. It, it was, it was, like, I know. And she almost does say it too. Like it was totally normal. I'm like, well, yeah. actually in Ohio, we don't, not that kids don't drink in middle school or something. Not with their, their parents. parents driving a car. Yeah. Too. The, a mom or dad isn't making a white Russian right. and handing it over to their 13 year old. <laughs> While they go to the beach, like that was what was weird. Um, then we kind of jump ahead a little. Well, in my notes, what stuck out was then we get to our teenage years. Yeah, and like losing her virginity. But it was weird how she's like, oh, I had this bad friend who was a bad yeah. influence in this older boy. He <laughs> Like this story was so bizarre. She said she was spending the night at her quote unquote bad friend's house. Mm -hmm. And the boy who was like 18 or 19 just sneaks in the house. <laughs> Somehow knew Brittany was there mm -hmm. and starts making out with her mm -hmm. and leaves, I guess. I mean, they just, made out at that stage mm -hmm. into the night he just disappears i i was just like i feel like she was trying to I, I feel like she was like trying to like romanticize it like i had this bad friend he just snuck right in the house and it was almost creepy i, know, I mean I was she like, was like a freshman a I go, and then it comes back to like wait a minute i don't think that's okay you yeah. know like some of the stuff she just kind of like drops in there and then you don't really get like anything else about it it's no. like wait what <laughs> right yeah that was just i thought that was kind of bizarre <laughs> oh and then um when she's out to eat with her agent or mm -hmm. a producer or something, and the table sets fire at a yeah. restaurant in New York, I'm like, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> like, wait a second. The table literally just was engulfed in flames. I know, and she's like, hee hee, what the yeah. silliest things happen. Yeah. I'm like, wait, is the restaurant still there? Yeah. <laughs> was everyone okay? <laughs> um... She said she enjoyed her first album because there was freedom in being anonymous. Like, she wasn't really known at that mm -hmm. time. I don't know if you have things to put in, in between. I'm just kind of... I don't know. It would. She just really kind of just flies through all Yeah, she stuff. really like, does. It's like a short paragraph. Yeah, and, about, the, like, and the chapters are very short. They are. And I like, I guess I kind of kept comparing it to Jessica Simpson's book for some reason. But when you're when Jessica Simpson was like talking about like signing with it was like, 
I don't know. We got like a lot more to the process, but yeah. maybe it really was just that easy for Britney. Yeah, like more cut and dry. Yeah, like it's like Jive Records. It's like, and then Christina got the other one. And then <laughs> Jessica got the not as good one. <laughs> but it was just yeah. like, maybe it really was that simple for her. Like she was really pretty and cute and easy to work with. Winnie. Winnie's feet are just. Winnie. You're so dramatic. Wait. There we go. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it just this whole beginning part really did fly. Yeah, I mean, like, we were already to, you know, when she's like what, eighteen at this yeah. point. Um. Sh- anyway, in the Mickey Mouse Club, obviously, we all know she meets. These famous people, that's where she met Justin Timberlake, and they mm. form, they were just like magnets. They just <laughs> couldn't stay away from each other. Um, I Some weird things start to happen, and this is where we heard this in the news with um, Michelle Williams reading this. They We called NSYNC So Pimp, and apparently Justin Timberlake used the term faux shiz. <laughs> Yeah, he was like mega cringe, and I do totally believe. All that. I believe that I was really thrown off by the so pimp thing because, like, I don't I, know. That I, know was... I guess like I wouldn't have really noticed that because she kind of like compared Backstreet Boys to NSYNC, and it seemed like NSYNC wanted to be more like the hip hop. Yeah, pop, right. where Backstreet Boys was more just like the boy bandy thing. Yeah, and I'm like, I guess I didn't just. Didn't really notice it back then, but I me either. Like, I can maybe see they it were, now, yeah, I guess. especially like comparing, like the way or like just the way they would dress and stuff yeah. back in the day. It's probably it was so a little more hip hop. Oh, for sure, it's embarrassing. It's like it was probably so embarrassing for them to think about that now. Speaking of the way we're they were dressing, just to like do a sidebar mm-hmm. here, uh, do you think that after this book is out? that we're not going to see any more iconic Justin Brittany denim outfits for Halloween anymore. No, maybe not. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, I'm sorry, but that was still one of the most iconic. I know. And even when she talked about that, she was like, let's do it. And he was like, okay. I didn't think I he would like, say, okay. Yeah. I was like, that's just so like, like it's really just Brittany? crazy that people are like still dressing up as that now. And she almost has nothing to say. Right. About it. it was like one sentence. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, and then one thing I thought was kind of weird was like, she kept at random times. She would refer to Justin as Jay. Yeah. And then she would go back to Justin and then randomly she would say Jay. And I'm mm-hmm. like, did you really call him? Jay? I don't know. Why is it in and out? I, don't know. I thought that was kind of weird. J and B. <laughs> Just makes me think of Justin Bieber. Right now. I know. <laughs> well, so then there's like the abortion part, mm-hmm. which was actually getting the full context of it. The actual abortion was very traumatizing. And the fact that she couldn't even like be in the hospital to do it. And then she just had to like, be at home because she ended up taking the pill for it and she's like laying on the floor and she said it was the worst pain she ever felt but she also says that justin was there right and he was very supportive yeah and he would like go in and lay with her i mean i'm sure he was as supportive as a 
early 20 guy could be, but he was there. Well, this is what kind of frustrated me about that whole situation. They were very young. Mm-hmm. They um, didn't need to have a kid at that time. I mean, they... Right. And I'm sure that people on their team knew, like... I don't believe that it was just their decision. I guess just knowing, like, I know the way she kind of framed it was that Felicia, or was that her name? Yes. I guess we have the book literally right in front of us. We could look it up. I'm pretty sure it was Felicia. I think it was Felicia. She, um, you know, was her assistant, and she was the only other one at the house. But Mm -hmm. it's like... No, there wasn't like she didn't say that Justin pressured her. She literally just said Mm -hmm. he didn't want to be a father yet. Right. And I didn't want to make him do something that he didn't want to do. And I just feel like probably that Felicia or anybody Mm -hmm. else who might have known was probably like, you have to think about your career. Like you are just starting. What is this going to do? And then she made the choice and. I just didn't like how this was somehow twisted. I know. I I agree. Like the media ran with this as it if made he it. Yeah, dragged it her something. into an alley. Right. You know, and that wasn't how she portrayed it. At I know, all. and I don't think she even sounded like malicious when she was saying it at all. Like she didn't seem like she was so mad at Justin no. Timberlake for this. It just was like he didn't really want to be a dad, and you know, like I had to respect that, and right. Just the situation we were in. It and wasn't we were this young, right? Yeah. And like it wasn't this big malicious story. Like I said, the actual abortion part was probably very traumatizing, sounded horrifically painful. But it's like that's not what she was like saying in yeah. the way the press just like took it, and then everyone went on this "I hate Justin Timberlake" thing again for and no reason. I, think I know that it's was like completely listen to what she has to say. That's why I think like when I first heard that, I'm like, I'm just gonna see what she yeah. says about it because after I read it, well, and it's just is it fair to judge someone over a decision that was made twenty years right. ago? You know. No, it's not. They were very young. Like, there's plenty of decisions that I made, you made, other 20-somethings made that we wouldn't make now or that we wish we would have handled differently. But, like, why, if someone was digging that up or talking about it now and hating me for it, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, this is so unwarranted. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it just... I didn't like how the pitchforks came out on that one. I know. I mean, I wasn't surprised that they no, did, but it was like, just listen to what she actually said about it. You know, she does. I mean, I won't say that she like completely left Justin unscathed. She does talk a lot about how he cheated on her a lot, allegedly, according to her. Yeah, and but that she they didn't lived really together. know either. Yeah, there was like, it seemed like there was like a couple confirmations, but there's like a ton of other like speculations and mm-hmm. which, I don't know, I just I don't know, I do think like publicly, because then she kind of gets into, this was something she spent like just a touch more time on than she did with other stuff. Was like the way he kind of like slandered her, and then after their breakup, um, 
you know, like the way she was treated versus the way he was treated. Yeah. And we obviously all did actually see that in real time. Right. And I do think it, it, I feel like she wanted to make sure that people knew he cheated on her because of the way she was treated after their breakup and the way she was made out to be. Yeah, because she repeated it multiple times mm-hmm. throughout the book. Yeah, because she was like, even though he was hooking up with whoever, even though he was doing whatever he wanted. Mm-hmm. And then, like uh, like I said, we obviously saw all that transpire mm-hmm. in that way, but I do feel like she wanted to make sure we all knew. Yeah, I agree. And, I mean, she admitted that she did cheat on him with her one something backup. backup dancer or whatever um but yeah i i it was unfair you know i mean oh i think especially back in those days like women were treated mm-hmm. very unfairly in the media when it comes to relationships it was really easy for mm-hmm. the man to paint the woman out as the one that ruined things mm-hmm. and people would run with that um, was it unfair that Justin kind of wrote this solo album mm-hmm. a- allegedly accurately from his perspective <laughs> um, about their breakup? Yeah. Am I surprised? No. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, a business move like yeah it definitely was it was like how can we monopolize because everybody was obsessed with them as a couple yeah. it's like how can we monopolize off of this breakup yeah and i mean like, we all remember it. the crimea river video and they had that britney look-alike you know, that's a great hat. song oh, that song is. still holds like, up <laughs> i just still i can't i just can't fault him for it i know that sounds horrible but it's another one of those things where it's like that wasn't just his only decision it was a business decision right like i i don't think that he was like i am going to destroy britney spears's life i think he was literally just thinking of himself and his yeah. career yeah and i mean she did get backlash and that is unfortunate and i think that he has since then like kind of come out and said that he would have done things differently Mm -hmm. like not since the book came out but just when they went after him recently yeah before (laughs) last year um but again it was like early career he has stars in his Mm -hmm. eyes he's coming off in sync like of course you're gonna paint a different picture than what might Mm -hmm. be reality to have it benefit you right I do. I mean, there was definitely. I mean, obviously, there was stuff that you said publicly that wasn't very nice oh, about sure. her. Oh, for sure. I do think it's weird that like her just kind of like staying in this situation, the virginity thing, and her team like yes. trying to like make it so big, and then it was like then they asked like there's that one interview of Justin being like, yeah, like. Or I think at first they both said, like, no, like, we don't do it, you know, like, sarcastically. Yeah. And then finally he, like, says it and she kind of is like, why were why were people so hung up on that? But it's like, but at one point she did say that they were, that yeah. she was still a virgin. But she's like, but we were living together. Like, how are people so stupid? I'm like, I don't know. That whole It was a weird time. Thing. I know. It was so weird. For like, some reason, the, everyone was obsessed with 
young women's sexual history and their changing bodies and puberty and Mm -hmm. everything. I mean, it was such a bizarre, I feel like we, we act as though like now we're under the microscope. No, like early 2000s, it was a different ball game. Like people were not holding back. Mm -hmm. Like they were just no holds barred out there. Like they were ruthless. I mean, the one interviewer that literally asked, are your breasts real? Right. Like who does (laughs) that? How can you just like ask somebody anything like that? Yeah, or asking a, 19 20 year old like uh, mm-hmm. so are you a virgin yeah it's like Who how can you just walk, i know literally walk up to somebody that's like the hard-hitting news and then for to be like yeah sure you know what i mean like yeah. and then for people to have ran with that for right. so and why long why do you care literally it's like, almost it's so sick. gross like, it is and she kind of like talks a lot about like body image and the way people ripped her body apart and stuff yeah. in the media and Especially it's like after the kids yes it's like it's just was so intense and I think this book was a good reminder of like that yeah I and it was interesting how she even said she kind of like thanked Justin and she's like when he finally said like you know no I slept with Brittany Mm -hmm. she's like I was thankful I didn't mind that he did that because he was actually acting and treating me like I was a woman I was a human instead of just this little Little, precious girl like somebody's not real yeah like it was that was interesting because so many people hated on him for doing that Mm -hmm. too and she had the complete opposite Mm -hmm. feeling about Mm -hmm. it she's like finally I I can stop this I know it was just so weird and I feel like when and she kind of even said too like when she was like yeah I said yeah she's like I didn't know it was gonna be this thing forever just by saying that. that yeah it's like yeah sure it was that She's was like we something. lived together. We had like a full house. Together. I didn't even know that they Me lived either. in Florida. And, yeah, like Miami or something. Yeah. I'm like, what were you guys doing down there? Why Florida? Living? Like that was bizarre. Literally. Um. Oh, to go back really quick about the Justin breakup. Mm-hmm. She says it was a text, which I don't think I knew that. Like it was just no. a short text. But then she also said. That he get, gave her a letter yeah, later. Yeah, I was a little bit confused about that. And then he said, like, I can't live without you. Or yeah. I can't breathe without it you. It was or almost like a, I still am in love with you. Like, I didn't choose this. Yeah, it was really. It was weird. <laughs> but then obviously he was out living his life. Right. But then she said she still has it under yeah. her bed. Um. I wasn't really surprised about that because I feel like celebrities get like stuck in that yeah, age that, that they've true. been in like that moment in time. And so I wasn't surprised. I also just because I had listened to Jamie Lynn Spears's book and the way she talked about like Justin and Brittany breaking up was so weird when she, she was just like, we just love Justin. He was so wonderful. And we still we would just still talk to him and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like. You people, I don't know. That was just really the weird. The family to me. dynamic it's is so, so bizarre. It was almost like, well, I mean, we'll get into that later. I, just, I, guess, I don't but. even think we've 
even in this book, we haven't touched the surface of it. I think there's a lot more. I know, like so much more, but... Uh, she talks about the only way she can describe her relationship with Colin Farrell is they just brawled for like a week or two. I know. I wonder, I wondered too, because I when this book was coming out, him and Justin Timberlake kind of like mm-hmm. were mad about stuff. I wonder if she took a bunch out about him. Because there wasn't really anything No, in and there. I was like, what was he mad about? And then yeah. I'm like, well, she probably took all that out. Yeah, I mean, or what maybe he just had didn't want to be associated. A really intense know, like, sexual experience. I yeah, I, like I expect that from him say. at that time. Yeah. And then I looked up the pictures from that, that premiere. Yeah. Because she's like, I, she bizarrely focused on the fact that she was wearing a pajama top. <laughs> it definitely was not a pajama top. I didn't look up the picture. Those were the, right those silky, lacy oh, tops yeah. that were so popular in the early 2000s. Right. Like it wasn't a pajama top. It wasn't just she, like crazy outfit. She literally said it like three times. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm wearing a pajama top. I look back on those pictures and it's a pajama top. It's kind of, yeah. See, look, they look like they had a great time. Yeah. How cute. She was so beautiful. I know. She really, she was a stunner. Um, yeah, I thought it just looked like a lacy camisole. Yeah, it was pretty normal. It even anyway. had like embroidery detailing yeah. and stuff. She looked cute. Um, <clears throat> then we come to the Madonna collab that I thought was kind of weird. She was kind of like, well, they did the VMA performance and then she was just kind of like, how about I do a collaboration with Madonna? Let's just go <laughs> ask her. I know. She's right in the same room. I'm like, yeah. oh, I mean, you is that how that Britney okay. Spears? I, um, mean. I will say reading this book made me go back and watch a lot of videos, mm-hmm. um, her actual music videos, and then some performances. And there were even some side-by-sides of rehearsals versus uh, yeah, actual, I love those which videos. I like. Yeah. But I will say, like, she was talking about the kiss, the iconic kiss mm-hmm. between her and Madonna. And she kind of made it seem like she initiated it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that she did. It. I think it seemed like, because she made it sound like they went out there, or like right before they went out there, she's like, actually, I'm just going to really kiss her. But then why did Christina Aguilera, yeah, unless Madonna, too. like felt the kiss from Britney and then was like, oh, I guess I'm going to kiss Christina for real now. I don't know. It was kind of like, I feel like they did talk about it. Yeah. But I mean, like, I feel like I believed her when she was like, at first it was supposed to be an air kiss, but then later we're like, I'm like, I should actually kiss her. But I feel like there was actually a conversation between the women. And I mean, if I could be totally wrong here, if anybody was going to have that idea and initiate it, I think it probably would have been Madonna. Yeah. You know, because she, that is her always pushing these boundaries. Thinking about that now, that actually was pretty scandalous. Oh, it was. I've never seen anything like that. I know. Even when I I rewatched it and I was like, like, wow. (laughs) I will say, too, like watching that performance, and Britney is an amazing performer, Mm -hmm. right? Like in her prime, she was unparalleled. Right. But she did use a heavy like backtrack and mm-hmm. would like lip sync, which she's doing crazy stuff out right. there. You know, that's fine. But it was kind of weird to have her 
next to Christina Aguilera, who like is actually singing and you Mm -hmm. can tell. And then Madonna, who also was actually singing. Mm -hmm. And then you hear Britney and it's like, this is clearly you recorded it, Mm -hmm. but you're not singing it right now. And I'm just like, yeah, that it was evident. But at the time, I don't even remember that really I, like do you no i, I don't re- it's really open too. <laughs> no i don't ever remember the the first time i ever like even heard of the lip syncing was like the ashley, ashley simpson. simpson it was like right. wait what but now it's like looking back at, at these performances i'm like this sounds exactly mm-hmm. like your album right and you're literally doing like flips and turns and mm-hmm. like there's no possible way you can right it's just you can't you know and so it was interesting um i just never like noticed that and no. i do believe that she does sing it it's just it's easier to do that in the studio than right. it is and definitely during like the conservatorship, oh, I feel like they did not let her sing. For period. sure, for sure, because they didn't want to give her any slack <laughs> on that leash. Yeah, we'll get into that later, but um, I mean, she. Are you ready for like the K Fed relation? Oh yeah, I thought it was interesting how she was like Madonna advocated for herself, and it was so easy for her to ask for things or to have things done a certain way and she's like i didn't know that was even an option i wonder oh obviously madonna was a little older than she was but i wonder like why they let britney like but then i was i guess i'm a little bit confused about it it seemed like they didn't let britney do anything but then sometimes she would get like creative control even before the conservatorship yeah Yeah, i thought so too and I know that probably was a sign of the times. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just like kind of, I guess I've always been a bit unclear about that, even like back in the day and now, like yeah, who gets to decide what, when does the artist get to decide? I know it, it did feel like back in the early 2000s, how like the record labels just made these stars mm-hmm. and now because of social media and everything and streaming, we kind of make the stars. Right. And I think like now we want more like authentic people, Mm -hmm. like especially when you have like a Taylor Swift who writes her whole life in music. And then you have like Olivia Rodrigo too. And where back then it was like, no, there were songwriters that would just write and songs and they pass them around, yeah. yeah, to like everybody. And then maybe you would like really like a song and resonate with it and pick it. But it was just, I don't know. Or even because at the time when we were younger, it's like I didn't even think about that. Like I didn't know the ins and outs of the industry. Right. It was just, and I definitely I didn't think know. it was a lot we weren't led into it right. like we are now. Right, and like now, people are so much more like honest about different that stuff. stuff. Yeah, I mean, like we'll hear on a podcast with like Heidi Montag and stuff. Right. She's like, yeah, I got songs from so and so, and she wrote for Britney Spears, mm-hmm. or you know, like, or I was with these producers, mm-hmm. or like they're so transparent about the stuff going on in the right inside the studio and we just didn't yeah. know like or like even like just thinking of 
the song Lucky, it's like, oh, obviously Britney wrote that. I mean, like, how would you like not? But it's like, I definitely don't think she did. But she would have stuff like that, like piece of me where it was almost like this commentary on what was going on in her life. But yet everything else wasn't hers, you know, like. I don't know. It's so, kind of like a weird and it is dynamic. We talked about this before too, where like um, every time was the one song that I don't know why it came up, but then I watched that video. Like mm-hmm. such an emotional, like that song is so beautiful. It is a beautiful song, and that video was so emotional. Mm-hmm. Like wow, Brittany. But anyway, and I was proven wrong that like she did have a hand mm-hmm. in writing it i know there's like so many like that's her but then this isn't her it was just so unclear yeah and she kind of i think she kind of talked about it every time in the book like mm-hmm. briefly but she in the book she kind of made it seem like she wrote it all by herself but then when i actually looked mm-hmm. it up it was like no she did have this songwriter with well, her I do think the book was very like there was no um, like insight into the music. None. Like which I think was because she's had so many albums. Mm-hmm. Like There just really wasn't any insight into the music, which again, it's like, I don't know if that just wasn't like this was just about more of her life versus yeah. her career. Like, I, I don't really know. Um, I feel like we need like. Well, she said we're going to get a part two. (laughs) So we need need, I want one that just focuses on her career. Yeah, Yeah, because it is interesting. You're not going to necessarily get that in this book. No, no, it goes pretty fast. Okay. well, she had the first marriage with that Jason Alexander. She basically just said. I was bored. I didn't really think it was real in Vegas. Yeah, she's like, hee hee. <laughs> but she kind of, I thought this was the first time where she said, I realized that when an outsider is coming in, mm-hmm. it's a threat to my family. I know. That, yeah, we'll get more into the family and, later. <laughs> and like, knowing now about Jason Alexander, we know he might not be the most reliable narrator either. Mm -hmm. Like he doesn't seem with some stuff that he's done more recently, but like, I think he probably was infatuated with her. And and he was like, Hey, you want to marry me? Sure. Yeah. Why not? And then like, yeah, I'm sure he did have that like love lust for Mm -hmm. her at that time. And maybe he (laughs) promised a bunch of things and it was a threat for the parents to be like, "Uh Oh, like this could be a life of her without her being under our control. Or like, who is this guy coming in here and taking this money? And right. That was interesting. Yeah. So then we flash forward to K fed. I thought that they, um, met originally because he was one of her backup dancers but they met at a club i thought that was interesting too yeah um i guess i didn't it it felt so quick like in real time yeah like and then all of a sudden she was pregnant they were married and then the show came out and then the other kid and then they were divorced but it and it was kind of like that pretty much was but when did she actually like it was explaining it and i was like oh it was because yeah like yeah, and I guess I kind of forgot how fast it actually I was. Know. And then to jump ahead slightly, but I looked up like she was 
23 and 24 when she had her kids. Mm -hmm. So like we are, this is an accelerated timeline. (laughs) I I mean, we broke up with Justin Timberlake Mm -hmm. and in the span of like three years, we're like married with kids, married twice with two kids. Anyway, um, she's, it was nice what you, to echo what you said kind of at the beginning, how she just wanted somebody to kind of like hold her, her, love her. That's what she says about Cape and they were like, in a pony, just like held her. Oh my gosh, that's sad. I'm just like picturing it in my mind. I know of him just like holding it. And I'm, I know, and I'm like picturing him, her like straddling him and like just being held, but I'm sure it was a lot different than (laughs) that, but just the image of it was... But it was like all she wanted was literally the bare minimum. Like, I know, and it was. All she wanted. He was just so. From our eyes, he was so transparent, yeah. right? Like he, you knew that this wasn't gonna last. Mm-hmm. You could just look at them together and know you're like Brittany. What are you doing? I know. For the love of all things good, <laughs> and then it was just sad that like. Boom, 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 like in love, married, Mm -hmm. which she proposed to him first and he Mm -hmm. said no and then proposed. And like (laughs) then she has two kids in the span of a year, practically. And like he pretty much got what he wanted and then walked away, essentially. Literally. And then like. Yeah, and he got like his little fame, like career for yeah, fifteen minutes in quotes and, yeah. because never really happened. <laughs> that was great. That was crazy too. And the way he just kind of like, and I like believe her about that too, where you just like was gone, like you yeah. literally didn't need her. Right. Like, I, I mean, know. that was sad. It was sad, and I did find like, then she kind of gets into, well. When she starts talking about like the divorce and him like keeping the kids from yeah. her, I mean that is just awful. I know he, yeah, he literally just like kind of locked her down. Yeah, and like he wanted the fame, he wanted the money, he wanted the notoriety to launch his nothing career, and then he left her high and dry. And he, I don't understand why no one is hating K Fed. That's what I was thinking. I'm like. Not that, I guess I, I don't want to say what K-Fed did was worse than what Justin did, but like K-Fed. I think it was. I know, <laughs> but I mean, it's just like, I don't, I don't know. You can't what really that means. compare. Yeah, it's like a weird situation, yeah. but I was like, he was awful. And if, like, we even saw some of that play out yeah. and thought he was awful. If there is any villain in this book it's up him. until this point, it's him. Yeah, yeah. like before conservative. And this right. is before conservatorship. Yes. He is keeping these kids from her just the worst. Yeah. And you could tell, like, it just felt like kind of like a Ryan and Macy from Teen yeah. Mom or Adam and Chelsea yes. just like except for the dad actually like wants the kid around right. but just like that emotional like probably texting her like mean thing mm-hmm. just like screwing with her head all the yeah, time he did I mean this was so I marked this in the book this is like 
Jaden was five months and Sean Preston was 17 months. And he... So little. I know. She said, after not getting to see the boys for weeks and weeks, I was completely beside myself with grief. I went to plead with to see them. Kevin wouldn't let me in. I begged him. I imagined them not knowing where their mother was. Um, the paparazzi watched it all happen. I was humiliated. I was cornered. Like, and then this is when she shaved her head. Mm-hmm. And it really, this is where when people are talking about like, you know, every single thing that Brittany has in this book is being like Bible. And we say being a unreliable narrator, like this is where it comes in for me because this is a clear like mental break like she Mm -hmm. was literally everything else was like leading up to this like the different stress that she had the breakups that she had the the pressures from her family because at this point she was like Mm -hmm. bankrolling them this was like the last straw and it was the worst the heaviest possible straw that could be put on the pile and it just broke her i know and it kind of in the book too she kind of plays it off like well i had dyed my hair really dark and it was almost like purple so they had to strip my hair and make it more of a natural brown and then like you know talks about like the k-fed stuff it almost makes it sound like well my hair was damaged anyway and i wanted and then (laughs) but no but then she's like I just wanted to be ugly. Like I didn't want to be pretty anymore. And I just, and like, I know there's like the theory that she didn't want to get drug tested and that's why she shaved her hair and stuff. And I don't necessarily think that was it either, but I just don't think you did it to be because you've wanted to look ugly. Yeah. Like I just wanted to make your hair healthier. Yeah. It was was just a weird, like, and, and I mean, she did say like, I was out of my mind with grief. Yeah, Um, so she, like, acknowledges it. She said it was a way of saying to the world, F you, you want me to be pretty for you. F you, you want me to be good for you. F you, you want me to be your dream girl. F you, I'd been good for years. But I think it really was just, like, mentally she just snapped and it was like i know and that was so you, irrational and it I came know, out of and nowhere it wasn't like she did it at her house right it was and she actually i don't think she even said that she was at a salon when she was no about, she does she? i oh, went into did. a hair salon but i mean and that just, was and the like, paparazzi were there we saw it happen i know and the like she was almost smiling doing yeah it. like i felt it was like manic. She, yeah it really was and i yeah i just don't i think that was like um i don't know It was interesting to hear from her what she, like her, allegedly how she was feeling at that moment. But I wasn't sure if that was really the full story. I mean, I, I don't think that she even really knows. No, I I think she was in such a fragile place. I know it almost seemed like, well, I obviously did it because I wanted to look ugly, but she would even, she even like mentioned too, like something about after she had shaved her hair and her mom was around and she's like, my mom literally wouldn't even look at me because I was so ugly. And I'm like, I don't know. It's just like, um, then we talked about this in a previous episode, but the gimme more VMA performance, I did like that. She touched on that, but like, well, she admits she's like, it was horrible. 
It was mm-hmm. a bad performance. She's we like, didn't, didn't like my enough. outfit. My yeah. hair looked bad. I wasn't feeling good about it. And that's when she kind of talked about her body. Mm-hmm. She went into a lot about that, which was like so. And it true. was. It was because we looked back on it and we're like, she doesn't even look that I know, bad. She but when you compare it to, I mean, her body was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And granted, she was late teens in yeah, her early was, 20s 16 years old yeah and then she had two kids back <laughs> to back literally she said three months after the one yeah was born, she was pregnant so again. it's like it was so unrealistic that we would have put that type of pressure and on not her. to mention she had like clearly was going through a lot it's right. like you're not gonna be at your best so when we i don't know i mean this then she kind of goes in a little bit later talking about how she was taking a lot of Adderall. Yeah, she does admit to some drinking and she said a lot of Adderall. I do think she wasn't super transparent about the Adderall. Like yeah. at first she's like, yeah, I would kind of take it sometimes. And then later she's like, yeah, she I guess I was taking, taking a lot, a lot yeah. of it. And then earlier in the book, she'd mentioned Prozac as well. So yeah. I just, I don't know if she necessarily knew what she was taking at this point because this was right after she had that alleged in my opinion a mental break right and it was very clear though like when we watched the when we watched it live and then when we re-watched it a couple months ago it was like it was sad because you could tell she was out of it yeah you could tell she her heart wasn't in this that she didn't really know what she Mm -hmm. was doing like it something was off Mm -hmm. you know um but it was interesting how she was like, it was bad. Like, I can't even. But I thought it was horrible how Sarah Silverman came out. I know, out and I remember and her j- saying I remember that. Being, I don't remember it, like, live. I don't know if I was up late enough to see that part. But I remember it the next day, like. I think that was, like, the whole. Uh, like, I remember watching it, too, when she said all the nasty stuff about Paris Hilton, too. Mm, I think that mm-hmm, was the same, the same night. Yeah, I mean, I don't. She really went in about her on stage and talking about her Just kids. again, like the way we would like talk about women and like how they, I mean, we still kind of do that, but the way, I mean, it was just like ruthless and yeah, to hear it, it from another woman's mouth was like. Ugh. Even more jarring. Um, what um, else? Oh, it was interesting how she said she admitted that after she had her children that she kind of regressed and yeah. then it was kind of based on childhood trauma. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I definitely can see yeah, that. And then some... the more trauma that you're having with losing your children mm-hmm. folds into that and definitely mm-hmm. makes it worse. Okay, guys, we are really excited to announce another collaboration with the brand Happy earth they make the cutest clothes and they are sustainable and made really responsibly we are getting an order in soon so we're really excited to show you guys some of their cute fashions especially with the temperatures cooling down here in ohio for fall these are going to be so perfect so they have everything from organic sweatshirts to organic joggers really cute graphic tees and the best part about this brand is that they actually give 
give back to the environment. So with every purchase, you are helping to fight climate change, plant trees, and even clean up trash. So for a nice discount, you guys can use Emotional Support Water Bottle Pod at checkout for a wonderful 20% off. That's at Happy earthapparel.com use code emotional support water bottle pod for 20% off at checkout I think about this point she does end up getting well she has like the um ambulance situation mm-hmm. that was that wasn't it uh, yeah well okay yeah we'll talk about that first and then the rehab or whatever but so, yeah, she explained, like, the ambulance situation, which we all remember seeing mm. her on the gurney. Yep. And she explained it that she put the first son in the car, and then she's like, wait, if I put my baby in the car, I might never see him again because of the way K-Fed was being. And mm-hmm. she's like, so I went into the bathroom and just held my baby. And then her friend said, he'll wait. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she said the police were there banging in on the door and like yeah. <laughs> took her away and stuff. And then she ended up like going to rehab for that. What Before we get into that fully, what did you feel about the whole baby in the bathroom? She made it sound like it was like so quick. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if the bodyguard... Because it was the bodyguards that came and got the kids, which I think is cr- like, come on, K Fed, you know. can't freaking come get your kids. Yeah, he was definitely anyway, playing this up. I don't know if then like the bodyguard was like, well, she went back in the house, and then he called K Fed, and then K Fed called nine one one, or if there was literally really a hostage situation yeah. happening. Like, I really don't know what I think of. And I think that was what was crazy, too, because after we just hear where she kind of had a a breakdown. Right. And then this happens. And it's like, I think her looking back, she's a little bit more Mm self-aware. But it's like, how does this all look? I mean, when you put it all together at the time, Mm -hmm. like it looks like you are Holding the child in the bathroom and you're not going to give the child up and the child could be unsafe, you know? And that's one of the hardest things I think I have with, not just like with Brittany or whatever, but the way, I mean, somebody would have to, and maybe they are, would have to be so manipulative to like create all these scenarios for her to be in like this Mm -hmm. and to escalate them the way they do to try to get her in this conservatorship with literally like no reason behind it right like they're literally just fabricating and manipulating right and like the gurney thing was just a complete overreaction like calling 911 and them taking her it's like you do have to wonder if she was once 911 got there maybe if she was like no like Mm -hmm. you don't take like there was like an episode happening because I can't imagine that they would just snatch her up right for no reason but maybe I don't know and maybe we're underestimating the power but at this point it was K-Fed and I don't really think he had a lot of power 
I know. In the industry. Right. And like, do I believe she did maybe get herself a little worked up? Like, I might never see my kids again. Like, I'm not giving the other one or they'll leave. Right. right? But I don't know. Like, I don't know. It was just really. Yeah, it was. I felt she was kind of like a little laissez faire about it, though. Yeah, it was like no biggie. She's like, I just went in the bathroom and then all of a sudden 911 came busting in. And it's like, I don't know. Um, I just kind of felt like if you were having and getting really upset you were justified like you probably were genuinely nervous your kids were never going to come back again and i think that maybe you could have been freaking out or having like a meltdown and needed not necessarily needed taken away but that you were actually upset but i don't feel like she really like says that yeah and i i mean you have children so i imagine you know if you were in a situation like you would be doing anything in your power to be able to see your kids and that would be a huge fear that like Mm -hmm. if i give them back to him he might not let me see him again but it's just like i just think that she was in a really fragile state Mm -hmm. and it wasn't allowing her to make clear and Mm -hmm. you know maybe well thought out decisions right and then that unfortunately led to a lot of things and do i think that her family and k-fed were taking advantage of some situations Mm -hmm. for personal gain yeah absolutely right but i don't like you said i don't think it was just like everything was completely fabricated by them or they manipulated at least in the beginning yeah before the conservatorship right right but it was kind of like the hard part I had about with Brittany is that, you know, obviously people were saying all these things about her, but she was kind of like giving people these like crazy, I don't want to say crazy moments, so like over the top, insane yeah. moments. And like she, she even says it in the book. Right. And she's like, yeah, I did trip when I was carrying my son. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's wasn't my that kid was on my lap right. when I was driving. Yeah, yeah. And it's like she, yeah, she like tells us that. I don't know. But it just, it does suck that a lot of things probably were blown out of proportion. But yeah. there were other things that were a little odd that were happening but anyway she does get like sent to rehab i just want to say that she did not mention selma blair being there no she didn't (laughs) or nothing about the wig nothing about the flip-flops so who's the more reliable narrator honestly it's a toss-up i know and it seems like this would have been the time because she had this rehab part because she had already shaved her head Mm -hmm. and she was wearing the wig and she also has like name dropped a few other people Mm -hmm. so the fact that she didn't say anything maybe she thought well some of already talked about it i I just thought that was interesting i it was really sad how um when she went to rehab and her dad was like you're a disgrace i know like he was just a dis awful person yeah, like he's, just he's so evil and what the part that just is so hard for me to like understand if you're like a normal person is why her family like hated her or like wanted her to fail like i just like i can't wrap my head around I can't it either because they she gave them everything everything yeah like houses and everything and yet they he's so mean to her and literally everybody her dad her mom mom. her sister like they all 
are just in this web of just hatred for yes, Britney. Yes, for Britney. And I like could not like grasp my head around it. I'm like, why do you dislike her so much? Like, was she, you know, because we're obviously just getting her perspective. Mm-hmm. Was she a bratty kid? It's like, yeah, where was is this it? coming yeah. from? Just like, and not even just like, like, not that I could say I could see how you could take advantage of like your child star but like i see that more but they had like lit they were doing that plus they hated her yeah i mean we can see that because we've seen it with other celebrities before right right but just like the absolute hatred they yeah that for her just just blows my mind like i just can't even understand it but yeah that was just then the conservatorship (sighs) basically starts and then before before that, I think it was right before the conservatorship. She's even talking about that, like rebelliousness or the things that she kind of did to feed into certain mm-hmm. ideals about her when she was dating that photographer. And like, admittedly, through that whole thing, she's like, I was being rebellious when in reality it was she was being very reckless right. and very kind of irresponsible. And again, like doing these things that are feeding this fire almost you know and i part of me yeah and it's like i think she would go back and do it differently now but what she was doing then was kind of like making the media talk about her in a way she even said in here like yeah i don't care anymore he kind of gave me that f this attitude Mm -hmm. and i'm just gonna do what i want like Mm -hmm. i'm so it was like she was kind of aware, but I don't think that she fully underststood like the repercussions right, that were going to come from right. that. Which who who could have? But even this, to like but, a smaller level, I right. don't think that she anticipated any of that. Right, that it was all going to be used against even, her in the end. I mean, I know she was young, you know, when she had the kids. Mm-hmm. So it's any other person would have been out partying right. and doing whatever, but. She kept kind of saying in the book, like, I went out when my kids were at safe at home under supervision. Right. And it's not that I thought that she just left the kids in their cribs right. and went out. But it was kind of like, you know, why are you out with well, Paris it, Hilton? Right. It was like when we're when she's like hanging around Brittany, I mean... Paris Hilton and herself. Yeah. Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan's like they didn't have kids. Yeah. So I do think it made it like at least in the media. Yeah. Right. To be like with all these people without kids, like they're obviously getting the scrutiny and stuff, but they're not getting the you're a bad mom scrutiny. Right. And I never even thought looking back on that, I never thought like they're all on drugs. Right. They're out like sleeping with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I never thought that. I just thought that they were out partying. Right. And like I thought it was kind of weird that Brittany was out partying when mm-hmm. she had the custody of the kids. And it was like, why are you out all the time? Mm-hmm. You know, that was what was that just didn't really help her case very much, I don't think. Right. And I think even if she was out just one time, it was going to be used been blown. against Oh, it. for sure. And it's, that's just so, the time it was, too. I know. The part, too, I know she says that she, you know, didn't really, like, drink a lot or do, like, the other drugs. But when you're, like, 
when Paris Hilton's getting arrested or at the airport with cocaine. Right. And it's like, I, like I can, I mean, we've been around people that do drugs yeah. and we don't do them or ever did them, but you do just kind of have to like side eye just a little bit when you're around all these people doing cocaine. That's well, saying she did. And but even, even if she didn't do anything, you're still around all these right. people. So people are going to just, just say think, it right yeah. but you're also going to and have again, cocaine in your purse it's not a good look right. right like she i think in some ways she did like purposely do these things mm-hmm. because she felt they were just acts of rebellion right but like it they were very detrimental i know the way especially the way they ended up yeah. being like oh that's just it's sad scary. okay so now we're in our first rehab stint and then uh the conservatorship comes into play and then her dad literally is like i'm britney spears now do you think he really said that like i I truly don't know i kind of do think he said something along those lines yeah like yeah you're under my control now literally it's horrifying like when i read that i was like Oh my god, I like fell over him with a growing sense of horror. I'm Britney Spears now, he said. <laughs> That's like that is like Chilling. the things of horror movies. Like I'm gonna have nightmares about that. Oh, line. This before this, did you think this was weird? Like I just thought it was weird that she threw this in. How she's like, I I was on top of things, I kept a bowl yeah. of receipts for tax deductions. I'm like, what? I do feel like that was kind of like an old lady thing that used like, to be a thing. But I mean, I guess this was still like probably what, like 2007 or something. Yeah, it was so maybe just, we're and I felt receipts. like she just peppered that in I to know. be like, I kept receipts. I, I, t- I do think she would like try so hard to do something responsible, but she was just so chaotic yeah, all the she time. she couldn't keep it together. That she just, I don't know. I agree. <laughs> um, okay, that's where I read more, but that's where I stopped my notes. So, Well, she's basically in this conservatorship and she kind of like goes along or she kind of says she basically just kind of complies with it for a while because it seemed like they're just like holding her kids over her head yeah she's like like, if i comply i can get get my kids kids back which really doesn't happen Mm, it happens in a way yeah yeah um and then they kept um saying that like you know we need to be in control of these things mm-hmm. but we want you to go on these big tours yeah and perform all the time yeah and she pretty much says and then they're like giving her drugs like lithium and stuff mm-hmm. and trying to like she's like i did feel like a robot yeah so it's kind of like interesting it's like we could see it but it was interesting to hear her actually say it and then she kind of says like when she's doing her performances like her um vegas residency she's like i didn't really give it my all anymore like i was so sick of doing it i didn't want to do it and she's like i would try to change it up and i couldn't that and she said it was for three years like never getting to change it at all like that would literally and it was so apparent i know that would literally drive someone to literal insanity yeah like i that is so awful and again it's like why did her dad like 
but isn't it going to make you more money if things are better? Right. It's like, what was why the motivation? Would... That's right. what I can't figure out. Me either. Besides like money. money. Right. But there's got to be like, why wouldn't you want it to be a better show so you could yeah. charge more for tickets? Like, that's the part. I, I don't know if he just like it really did seem like he wanted her to be miserable. And I just don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand it. either. Like, is he just that evil? Like that is next level evil, yeah. man. But um, I can't believe her residency was so long ago. That's crazy. I know it seemed like it was just yesterday. Yeah, twenty thirteen. Yeah, it's like whoa. But she does say a couple of different times. She's like, I thought they were gonna kill me. Like she's like, I thought they were gonna kill me. That's when after she said that, I'm like, okay, she really did write this book. Like, yeah, they don't have Britney Spears killed. <laughs> <laughs> that really is Britney spinning around with knives yeah. on Instagram. I was right. like, okay. But yeah, she mentions that a couple times. Like, oh my God. But I it's just was... like at that point too, though, you can 100% see how the pure paranoia would be seeping in. Mm -hmm. And then they've got her on these different medications. Jugs. They're and like, won't let her freaking eat a yeah, chocolate bar. It's like, like, of course, they're psychologically yeah. controlling her and manipulating her. And it's like, yeah, she probably is going to think that people, people kill are going to kill her. They're like going to barge into the house and it kill was, her or something, I know when you know? she really she kind of just like gets in like the control of what she ate they yeah. she'd call her fat you know she's like she would have to sit in therapy they kept sending her to rehab because they kept saying she was addicted to energy pills yeah. or something that were over the counter that was weird that was weird and I'm like were they just sending her to rehab because they wanted to like keep it looking like she was like or unstable just like, you know, or we, what we don't want to deal with Brittany right now. Like Let's send her to rehab. Just send her to rehab. They'll take care of her. I know. Yeah. Like I didn't understand the motivation behind sending her to rehab a hundred million times. It's either. almost like, what do they call that? Um, respite. Yeah. We're like, Oh, I'm so tired of taking care of right. my like elderly parent mm -hmm. send them to respite right. care so I can have a break. Yeah. Like, it's almost like they used rehab like that. Right. It really did because I think there's like three more times or something. Which like, I don't even insane. remember that many. I Me feel like either. some of those were like really kept quiet. Because and I think too, like once it kind of got to the point, like not that people stopped caring, but I do think it was just kind of like the oh, same thing over yeah. and over. Yeah, and then mm -hmm. you just kind of stop paying attention and to it in a way. And because it got so out there and just off the wall you're like well it's Britney right you know like that's just what we kind of came to expect mm -hmm. but I mean um so it pretty much she talks a lot about the conservatorship but then the free Britney stuff starts to happen like from the outside mm -hmm. and she like sees it all and she's like, that actually really touched me when yeah. I like, read that. Um, she's like, oh, my gosh, like people are seeing what's going on because she felt so alone. Yeah. So helpless. And to have that. And then she says, which I was kind of like a little bit confused on this, but she ends up calling 911 on her dad for conservator abuse. And that kind of like starts everything. Yeah. But I was kind of confused about how, like, okay, so did you press a charge? Like, you had a charge pressed against him or something? Like, that one part I was confused. But then, you know, obviously we saw all the court we stuff. We saw that all play out. Yeah. 
And but yeah, she gets out of the conservatorship. She's with Sam. Something. Yeah, she's with Sam. They have the miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing she says something like towards the end, and she says she believes that her family feels guilty. I I don't don't at all. Like, yeah. That felt, I was like, you really, like, I don't know how. I mean, thir- it wasn't like a year. It was 13 years. And I don't think they feel like, guilty at all. Okay, she puts it in there as a, like, oh, I said all these horrible things. Right. Let me just, Brittany, you got to put something in there just yeah. to kind of, like, lessen the blow. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know if she even actually feels that way. I know. I was really surprised that she put that in there, but... I don't know, at the end, it just seemed like she just wants to be positive moving forward. She said she got to, like, go on vacation and ride jet skis again mm-hmm. and, like, just do things on her own and, like, go out to whatever she wants to do. Yeah. She, just gets it. she didn't end up putting that much about the husband in there. No, from because I didn't get to the quite the end of the book, but from what I she probably took had heard, out. yeah, because... This was clearly all finished before because, well, earlier in the book, she said something about, like, my husband, Nassam, mm-hmm. said blah, blah, blah. So it's like clearly you guys were still together. Right. And then probably in post, things were edited out. Yeah, I definitely think yeah. so. Because there was almost not, like, you almost would, you just know from, you know, the past couple of years that they were married or whatever. But yeah. she did talk about the wedding and said the wedding was real. Like all that conspiracy stuff was like, I don't know. There's so I know, weird I know, signs. She was just point. like, yeah, it was a really lovely wedding, but I almost wondered if there's like a different wedding, like just the two of them or I something. Just, I don't know. So says I nothing about the guest list. feel nothing. like there's a veil over things. Yeah. Like, things still and it it could just be our conspiracy theorist minds Mm -hmm. collectively as a society but things just still feel a little off you know they do and i don't know like i guess i don't know how anything could be normal after what she went through but i do there it's like i don't feel like the book gave me much insight into anything like any more into like just like the modern times right stuff. and it's just a weird juxtaposition because we read this book and you know if it maybe if i just had this book isolated on its own i might feel a little bit differently mm-hmm. but i also have it coupled with her instagram right and Things are wild on there, you know? They I mean, are. And she, like, and, like, again, in the book, she, like, kind of was like, yeah, I like to show off my clothes, and I know I have sucky style. It's like, that's not really what you're doing no. right now. And she doesn't address at all, like, when she was making those TikToks, and people were like, wear purple if you're in trouble. Yeah. And she's freaking wearing purple. I mean, I'm sure there was probably stuff she couldn't, like. I don't know maybe some legal stuff was going on that she can't talk about but it was like but even (laughs) like you know with her captions on things her captions I just saw one today that was just totally off the wall bizarre and it it didn't even make sense you know and that like genuinely like I 
I don't even want to like have this be taken in any way other than like the way I'm meaning it. Like it is concerning. Like I am still concerned for her because I don't know if she's getting the real help that right. she needs. And I don't know what I know. And does she, that she has. Right. Exactly. Like, does she have a good financial advisor? Does she, I mean, she doesn't have her husband anymore. It's yeah. like, does she have good people surrounding her? I mean, she has never had any support ever in her life. Right. So it's like, and even now it's like, we don't really know if she gets to see the kids. I know. And that's, what's kind of crazy too. This, she kind of like talked about it on Instagram before the book, but with her kids, like not liking that she will post like right. <laughs> naked. naked or semi-naked right. things on Instagram. Oh, and she did say something about like posting naked stuff. She's like, I just like, I know it's weird to people, but like, I just get to do it now. Like I have yeah, the freedom. Like, I and like that. Like- but it doesn't that seem, I just felt like that seemed a little odd where like the reason why we kind of like got into everything to begin with was Mm -hmm. because you were so distraught about not being able to see your kids right and now one of the i know there's a lot of other things with like k-fed and stuff but it's like one of the big things that the kids publicly had like expressed Mm -hmm. was that they weren't comfortable with what you're doing on instagram and she was kind of like oh well Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't, and not that that's the only thing that, right? But it was just kind of like, but why can't you see how that would be really uncomfortable for teenage right. boys? She, it's like she's so disconnected from reality, yeah. and I don't know how she can come back, come back into reality, yeah. and if she ever even had like a true connection to like real life i know like really from the beginning yeah Yeah, because it was just such a weird family dynamic it's just i don't know i don't know how anyone could be like mentally oh sound yeah yeah after all this yeah it's yeah i do just hope she's like able to (laughs) get the help she needs and be surrounded by people that really care about her and what good things were (laughs) right I know I just I don't know this book didn't necessarily like ease my no fears I know it actually and even though she doesn't give like intense details it really was like because if you're thinking about a conservatorship for 13 years and we have like maybe 200 pages in here with Mm -hmm. all the spacing yeah (laughs) it was blank pages and like we it's like it's almost inconceivable what she must have gone through. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you come back from that. I don't feel like good about it, I guess. I don't either. Yeah. It feels grimy. It feel, it just, it's just awful. Yeah. And I don't know. And just like like. everything is so terrible, but then there's just still something that I don't think that we're, we're getting we don't have the full picture something no. still seems off there's still like this almost feels like this is all i'm illegally allowed to say yeah but we don't have any other like i don't know context and like do i think she's maybe what has always been kind of quirky yeah probably but... yeah but this is another level uh-huh. and even like you know the cover 
I mean, this isn't a recent photo of Britney Spears, if that's know, Britney Spears that at all. Like, you know, uh, I, don't, I know. I thought that was an interesting choice, too. Like, I and not to like dissect it. I yeah. like the black and the pink. Like, I think that's really sweet. Yeah. And I think I, I can't remember if I told you this. I was hoping to have like some really like pictures. Yeah. Rare yeah. pictures in here. But that's fine. There's plenty of Britney yeah, picture can, books. Yeah. And, but um, I do think that's interesting. And I was thinking, too. Oh, wait, I'm looking at this. She does have that intense eyeliner. Because I was trying to think of, like, she was, she looks good now, but she looks, like, she doesn't look old or anything. But something is, like, very off about, yeah, like, the eyeliner, the hair's not, like, the best or most flattering that she ever had like when she had that bronze hair color that was nice so beautiful mm-hmm. and she was like younger and, and just stuff. the horrible extensions i know, know that she just like keeps doesn't doing. really take care of that well uh-uh. and then like the eyeliner that's just so good like well, to me this that, eyeliner looks good i though. know but it makes more sense why she's like wow i look really hot there i'm gonna do my eyeliner like that yeah now. but it that's not what her eyeliner looks like and that part always just like I'm like, I don't get the eyeliner. How it's always it's so intense. Like, yeah. And how she just almost like woke up and, yeah, and put it's more on and really then yeah, did her twirls. Week. I don't I think just, it ever came up. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It, it's unsettling. The whole thing is just unsettling. I, I almost kind of wish like I didn't know what i know in the book now i wish i could have been in a fantasy land <laughs> that everything's fine britney's fine and i like i don't think that britney necessarily needed to be in a conservatorship i think that there should have right. been or other that things done yeah. yeah do i think that at that time she probably needed help with her finances yes mm-hmm. do i think that she was in a sound mental capacity to be able to handle everything mm-hmm. going on in her life no i don't like and being at her stature of celebrity, mm-hmm. you know, maybe she did need someone to step in. It shouldn't have been her dad for right. sure, but it didn't need to go on for 13 years. I no, know. she needed some intense therapy yes. and some proper medication. Yes. And like really healing. I did not to like go off on a thing, but I did find it interesting. She didn't talk a lot about numbers, but the money she must have been making must have been like inconceivable yeah. for people because she just did a little bit for people, everybody to me making like five hundred thousand plus dollars. And it's like, how much money is this woman like? I know. And she said at one point, like my dad was making 16,000 a month plus you know these other things that he was making money off of and plus he was paying other people on the team you know so much more so it's just like the money coming in was just I know I mean it had to have been she probably doesn't even know no. how much freaking money she was making well she wouldn't I mean they definitely wouldn't have clued her in on that yeah, I don't, I guess to to kind of wrap it up and to like walk away from the book for now, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just have such like weird feelings about it. I know. I'm excited to like hear other people's opinions on it because I've been avoiding it so much. Yeah. Like I want to hear what other people thought if they thought the same thing. Or they... And she says there's another part coming, another... So I don't know when that will happen, mm-hmm. if it will happen. Um, 
but yeah, I would hope it would be more about the career. Or maybe she to has to wait. Like you said, maybe she needs to wait a certain amount of time for like an NDA or right. stuff with the con- the legal to be, case right. to be done. Yeah, we maybe. We can really get the... Right. Interesting book. So... Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a bad book. It just no, there's it wasn't. a lot missing. I definitely think if you're interested in Britney Spears, yeah, you'll like this. <laughs> I think this should be a recommendation. Yeah, let's do let's that. Go ahead, read that. it. Let us know what you think. Yeah, what did I you would think love of to the know. Britney? And Were you a Britney stan back in the day? Did you just start liking her after the free Britney? But also so many people I know have just read these headlines mm-hmm. and read like the little clickbaity things. And I would really encourage someone to actually read more than that yeah and, to and like get the book audio hear what she yeah. actually says about it versus like just not the full picture yeah it's quite different it is you know so yeah i would recommend that you pick up a copy <laughs> of this or listen to michelle williams i know Mary. i do at some point want to at least listen to a little bit of it i know me too here in that way but all right. Well, are we ready to wrap, wrap up, up the app? It's probably long, but four-hour episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, make sure to follow us on our socials. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We're on TikTok. And then don't forget to find us on Spotify, Apple Music, or anywhere else where you listen to podcasts. Yep. Please follow us. Please give us five-star reviews <laughs> please, and nice comments about yes. us. Yeah. That would be appreciated. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> bye. bye. <laughs>